Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. Not too long ago, we said we don't have to be on guard in our own home. It's not a reality anymore. How do you pick up the pieces of a broken life? We need a new safe house. We have friends in the city, don't we? I know I still have Ezric. Tokus, is that you? Why don't we invite ourselves in? It's fine if we stay here for the night. We don't mind. <laughs> I suppose for a day or two. Yes! Yeah, oh. Safe open, <laughs> Start grabbing pillows and hitting Chava with them. <laughs> you too! Out with you! You arrive at the Guild Hall of the Sapphire Saber. Okay, at the side of the building, Tokus would start geeking out. Two guards flank the door. Hail, good knights. We are future brothers. You wish to join the Sapphire Saber? Uh, the other guard returns with an elven woman in tow. Well met, fair maiden. And welcome, visitors. All applicants must be citizens of Ormog. Totally. We're <laughs> definitely Ormogians. All of Ormogites us. Ormogites the core. Just for clarification and just pure curiosity, I, I always, I mean, these two will tell you I love hypotheticals. Hypothetically, what if someone who had a letter like such as this but wasn't a citizen, <laughs> what would the process look like for them becoming, again, hypothetically, like I have a friend who's maybe Interested. not, yeah. you know, citizen. And they must <laughs> first become a citizen. It is not that difficult a process. Oh, really? Uh, you just take like a test, right? I've, I've heard some people, people that aren't citizens have talked about the test to me. I have overheard. Right, like a true or false or like a trivia quiz? If you have lived in the city for at least a year, you're all citizens. Anywhere in Ormog. Right, again, that was purely hypothetical. Like all, We're all citizens, just like Shava said. Yeah, yeah. we're clear. We're, we're good to go. We are good. I've sure. been living here for many, for a long, a lot of years. And... That's something that no one can take away from me or prove, but it is, it is true. Yeah, I slaved over Ezric's smelly old man clothes for at least two. Hmm. Okay. Not my favorite part of the job. Well then, the next step you have already met, and that is either the 50 gold piece application fee or a guild or government sponsor. Or just being ruggedly handsome. <laughs> you have a sponsor, so... We move past that. However, the final step is that each applicant must demonstrate skills which would be useful to the guild. Oh, crap, guys. Uh, I knew this was going to get hard at some point. We got... No, okay, well, sorry. Sorry to have troubled nice you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, Thank great you meeting you. Have a, have a wonderful day. We're, when it comes See to skills, ya. we're just uh, we're fresh out. Yeah. Aslo, wait, I got this. I produce a vial from my bag and say, Fair Maiden. Watch my dear friend here, and I hand it to uh, I'll hand it to Shaba because I've been meaning to give you this because you're bald, aren't you? I uh, I am, yes. All right, drink it. It might actually work for you because you don't have necrosis of the scalp. Um, <laughs> is this one of your weird potion things? It's going to yeah. work perfectly. Ezric said that this one's a good one, right? I think he said something about my potion. He he said something, but I'm not convinced that it was a, a, of a favorable nature. You need to demonstrate that I have a skill in alchemy to the elf woman. You've had skills this whole time and you never told yeah. us? Yeah. <laughs> or used them? I, hey, I've been cooking this up for me, but as selfish as that sounds, you're the one that could probably actually grow hair again if you wanted. Okay. I pour it on my scalp and rub it Wait, in. no, you were supposed to drink it, Chava! <laughs> Wait, what? I thought that's how it worked. Wait, what is this, uh... Is it work? Am I growing any hair? No. <laughs> oh. 
Um, my lady, what uh, what kind of skills are you looking for exactly? She turns away from the other two. We accept <laughs> all sorts within the guild, as long as they have something of value to us. That can be in combat. That can be in magic. Could be in uh, stealth and scouting. Something that they believe will be of worth to us. Tokus is still waiting for you to say something that he can do. <laughs> I do. What about this? I, I, get, I crouch down and I do a somersault. And then I turn back and like, well, how is that? The key words being of worth. Yes. Children's acrobatics are not of worth to us. All right. Let me, let me, put, let me put a little, some, a little more advanced uh, stuff on you then. How about this? And I do a cartwheel. Um, do we have to turn this in now? Could we <laughs> just just again a hypothetical question? Could we go do some you know just just a little brush up training? Just just remember what special thing that I definitely can do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can we have like an extension? <laughs> you are free to come whenever you wish, but I believe you're perhaps playing this up too much. Well, I'm moderately strong for Goliath, and I take out one of my arrows and snap it over my knee. <laughs> how about that? Ha! Feats of strength. I say, oh, how about this? What's that, my lady? You have something behind your ear. And I reach up behind it and pull out a gold coin. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you say? Oh, no, no. As a sh- uh, show her the knife throwing trick. Here, lady, stand against that uh, wall. No, that's all right. <laughs> I'd really rather not. That's okay. But you're real good at throwing knives. Uh, instead, I will cast light on the, the gold coin to make it glow. Sure that I can do some magic. Uh-uh. Yes, some basic magic is useful. <laughs> okay. Ah, magic. Uh, let's see, do I have any of that? What can I do? If you'd please hold just a moment while we actually bring you to the testing chambers, then... Oh, testing chambers, right. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, man, yes. we really are going to do this. I have to think of something cool I can do. <laughs> you can do it, Tokus. we got to get into this thing. Yeah, man, this is like life or death. we gotta be in. We got to be in the Sapphire Saber. Please follow me. Oh, what if we really quick come up with a, like a one-act play? Um, based on our, <laughs> our actual lives. Or we, like, like jam out on a song. Yeah. Our instruments yeah, out and play music. We were talking about forming a band. We should, like, start making a song, like, for that right, right now. Right now. Well, let's see what the environment looks like, Shabba. <laughs> we'll see if there's anything, like, in the testing chamber. Okay. Might be, like, dummies or... Oh, yeah. Big, scary can... guys with maces or dogs or... Things we can kick. Yeah. Kicking's a skill, right? <laughs> she leads you down the hallway, and you see that the interior of the instru- of the structure is well appointed and clearly benefits from the use of magic. The hallways are lit as if outside on a clear day, despite having no visible sources of light, and the temperature is a comfortable, cool reprieve from the heat outside. While not especially fancy in appearance, the guild hall feels like it would be at least as comfortable a place to live as the castle, judging from your brief time in each. She eventually leads you to a large set of double doors, gestures towards them, and says, Please, enter. Okay. Stepping inside, you enter a large room that seems like it might even be bigger than the whole guild hall looked from the outside. Whoa. Nifty. 
a real TARDIS situation going on here. <laughs> I like where this is going. It's bigger on the inside. In this room, you see several different areas. There is a section with some training dummies. There is a section with essentially a jungle gym or various sorts of obstacles and such that you could try to climb over and run through. There is a pit. Looks like it's probably designed for arena-style combat. <gasps> Does it have, like, little foam cubes in it? <laughs> <laughs> Not American Gladiator-style combat. Oh. <laughs> Things are so much fun. There are several training weapons up against the wall. There's a archery range and section with various mechanical tools and locks and things. And she says, this is the training hall as well as the testing facilities. Jeez. Do they have a trampoline? No. <laughs> I, ru- I just run into the room. <laughs> this place is awesome! <laughs> you see a few other people training on various pieces of equipment. Oh, sorry. They run away screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, get halfway across the room, and then I trip and just fall face forward and just lie still. <laughs> Do the other adventurers notice us? Uh, a few of them nearby look towards you, but they don't seem to pay much attention. There's some, like, lifting weights, and others are practicing against the dummies. Oh, they don't even snicker when Shaba trips. Elindria looks back to you and says, please choose anything here to demonstrate your skills. Or if you have something else that you would like to demonstrate. I grab one of the dummies and I put put one arm out and I begin to waltz with it. <laughs> Make a dexterity check. Okay. <laughs> Java! Um, Wait, why don't you just shoot the... 16. Okay. You're waltzing to no music. Alright. Aslo. Strike up a tune, maestro. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> but thanks. I do a little dip and then, like, spin the dummy around, but it just goes off kilter and falls. And then I just set it up and return to the line. I don't know what challenge Tokus would do. Yeah, any ideas? Tell me more about the mechanical table. You said it was more... F- is that for demonstrating just lock picking, or are there other skills that can be demonstrated there? They definitely have locks that you could demonstrate lockpicking on. There's a few devices that you could go over and try to figure out how they work. Are they just like like general, like, not smithing, but just just tools? Like tinkering, things to tinker with? Yeah, lots of tinker tools. Mechanical contraptions that you haven't seen. <gasps> you should show them your parrot that you made. Well, that's what I was thinking, but didn't the parrot... Do I still have the parrot? Um, I think so. I th- I thought so. I don't think you've disassembled it for any reason. Maybe you have. No, I, I don't. I can't specifically remember you getting rid of the parrot. I don't think that I did either. Yeah, that's kind of a fallback, like a last resort. I actually. So Tokus is just so excited that we're here and this is all reality, and I, I pinch <laughs> myself just to make sure that this is real. It's real. You feel nothing. Uh, so I'm going to rush over to the. Uh, <laughs> you feel nothing. I pinch you as well. Now that one you feel. Nope, nope. Uh, ow. Shava? <laughs> Remember, I'm still not trusting of you. No, I actually once did pinch myself in a dream. I was like, oh, this is too good to be true. And I pinched myself. It's like, oh, it it is too uh, good to be true. And then I woke up. Oh, you woke up? <laughs> oh, that actually works. Um, so I'm actually going to uh, hobble over or, you know, run over to the tinker table. Not necessarily to demonstrate my skill, but I just want to inspect it and see all the cool gadgets. So you walk over to the table. 
Uh, seven. Okay. Well, a few of them are fairly standard devices that you recognize, things like hunting traps or similar things that would just catch whatever is put inside. Uh, you also recognize something that looks kind of similar to one of your fire starters. You see a couple of wind-up devices that look like they might move around in some fashion, maybe rolling across the table or something. Right, it's one thing for me so to show my parrot, but um, it'd be another thing entirely for me to build one in front of their eyes. Mm. That's true. That would take a while, though, wouldn't it? Well, the, yeah, and those things are only so useful. What what kind of other just random parts are there? Are there some spare parts? Are there yeah. things like, like what kinds of things? I don't want to just invent things on the table that uh, conveniently build something that I need to build for the near future. Yeah, are there going to be various levels of success on this test? Like, does our aptitude here determine our starting rank in the guild? You will all be beginning as bronze-ranked members, but this could influence how highly you are viewed and how readily you are advanced to the next rank. Oh, okay. Within this guild, there are six ranks. Oh, well. Bronze, iron, steel, mithril, orichalcum, and adamantite. Dang, dude. I myself am mithril class. Oh, okay. So I I say, okay, I've got a special skill. I take out my bow. And then I draw an arrow from my quiver, and I hand them to her, and then I run off 20 yards and put an apple on my head. (laughs) All right, go for it. I can hold really, really still. You'll never even know that I'm alive. Watch. And then I just hold hold really still. I turn around uh, with, you know, with Shaba out of earshot, and I say, I'm... I'm terribly sorry. He's, he has a very sarcastic sense of humor. He's just trying to get you to laugh. Just roll with it. He'll come back eventually and get the, get the bow and arrow. She nods to Aslo and then in one instantaneous movement, raises the bow and arrow and looses one that strikes straight through the apple. Yes! Yes! All right! Dude. I pick it up and like hold it aloft as I run back toward her. Yes! Look what we did together! We're so good! Look, look! Now it is your turn to demonstrate some useful skill. I have shown mine, or one of mine. Oh, man. What's the armor class to hit an apple that's in the air in motion? Because what I would like to do now is take back my bow and have Aslo give me bardic inspiration and then chuck the apple up into the room and shoot at it. Are we talking, like, in the 30s or high 20s? Um... Hmm. It's a very small moving target. You'd have to hunter's mark the apple. Yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't help me hit it. It just helps me damage it. So yeah, but you want to split it. Splatter it. You want to make it into slices. Depends on how far away you are. I would just do it, like, sort of in front of me. Eh, it's really not that bad for a reasonably skilled archer. So I'm going to put it at, like, 17. Okay. All right. Asla, you want to uh, give me a little little encouragement here? Yeah, I'll, I'll look over at you and give you a wink. I toss up the apple, draw an arrow out of my quiver, and, you know, I'll toss, I'll just give it a light lob because I don't want to hit anybody across the room and take a, a shot at it. Okay. I just rolled a natural 20. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even joking right it's now. It's like the perfect, oh, we're showing the dice. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> That's like the best time to get those naturals. <laughs> Too close. I feel like you're laying it on thick now you know that we're recording these videos, Jay. 
<laughs> I love it. Yeah, right. Never change. So, <laughs> you toss the apple into the air, and then with that same hand, draw an arrow, knock it, and loose it before the apple has even reached its peak. And it strikes straight through the center of it, splits it in half. <laughs> and then the arrow flies through and sticks into the ceiling. Yeah! <laughs> and the apple's two halves land nicely in Aslo's hands. In both of my outstretched hands. <laughs> no, in my hand and Aslo's hand, and then we take a bite together. Yeah. Then we lean against each other with our arms crossed. Like this. And then we leave some business cards and say, we're the AAA team. Apples, apples, and apples. And Aslo. Aslo's apples. Aslo's Adam's apple. <laughs> An admirable display. I use Aslo's bardic inspiration to do a front flip. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually fall on my back and break my back. Shouldn't you actually do a dex roll? Yeah, acrobatics. Is this a hypothetical front flip? <laughs> no. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll try a front flip, and now that I've rolled a natural 20, it's going to be a really bad watch. Oh, that wasn't bad, actually. I rolled a 16. I don't know know about doing just a front flip off of nothing but you know maybe a hand stand flip <laughs> oh yeah like a handspring yeah handspring all right so yes you do a nice little handspring and show off even more for no apparent <laughs> reason very well if that is all that you wish to show me then i will accept that as your test uh well yeah i still have to help out my friends do their tests so testing is on an individual basis oh okay okay cool well, since I didn't have to use my bardic inspiration for that, I will hold it just in case I can help out anybody <laughs> without being obvious about it. <laughs> I say, well, perhaps uh, if even if we're not allowed to help each other directly, perhaps Shaba can help me out indirectly with this. And I turn towards him and cast sleep on him. <laughs> <laughs> See if I can put him to sleep. I thought you were going to put an apple on his head and say, stand still. <laughs> I have 18 hit points currently. 7 plus 1 is 8. Plus crack die. Plus 6 is 14. 14. Plus 1 is 15. <laughs> <laughs> plus one more. The last die. Five. Oh man, you got me. Alright. <laughs> I I voluntarily fail my save because I know how important it is to Aslo. There is no save. There is no save. Oh there's no save? Yeah. Oh it just happens. Yeah, sleep okay. Is, well then I voluntarily yeah, go to sleep. Yep. I, I just I just fall like straight down <laughs> like a felled tree. <laughs> Wham and just hit the floor. <laughs> Aslo, shouldn't you have told him to like sit down or something? No, no, no. That's part of the effect. It's more more uh, dynamic this way. He's really gonna hurt when he wakes up. You see a trickle of blood just leaking <laughs> off of my head. <laughs> No, he's already fallen on his face once uh, within the last, you know, five minutes, so I'm sure he'll be fine. Maybe you should demonstrate your healing powers, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. You're like, well, eh, I can hold off on that. He'll be fine. <laughs> so I turn to the lady and give her a bow. Very well. And we will move on to the final applicant. So I've been ignoring what's going on here. I actually was still over at the tinker's table, and I'm tinkering away. And I'm I'm making something. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm building it. And it's it's long. It's like there was like a like a like a gear chain or like a bicycle chain or well, I don't know. I didn't have a bicycle chain, but some sort of weird long chain like apparatus. Can I make a roll? Uh, intelligence check. Okay. That is 
a 10. So you've put things together in a line. They're not really doing anything. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, that didn't go as planned. Uh, I don't say that out loud. Oh, it's my turn. I, I turned to, uh, what did you say her name was? It starts with an E. Alendria. Alendria, right? Follow me, and uh, I, I will lead her over to the, uh, the arena. The brawl pit. Okay. And, uh, are there any volunteers? <laughs> you and I will now engage in a fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> the winner will remain a member of the guild. Well, no, no, no. Uh, I'll take one of the nearby uh, sparring weapons. Is it just like a blunted, like a fake sword? Wooden sword or something? Yeah, they have some wooden weapons and such. We also can summon monsters for you to fight if you wish to demonstrate some more practical skills. Ooh. I mean, Tokus isn't really good at damage output. What I'd like to demonstrate is my survivability. I bet my application the livelihood of my future in the guild that I can take on and withstand three summon monsters for two minutes <laughs> how, how many turns is two minutes that's a hundred that's 12 moves that's right? 20 rounds <laughs> 20 rounds all right I can last 60 seconds against three armed monsters without attacking a single time <laughs> yeah. wow what he said. You're asleep, though, Shaba. I will last 60 seconds. My sleep only lasts a minute. By the way, you look over and Stripey has climbed out of my pack and is licking the blood off the floor. <laughs> and there's just a... You're laying in a pool of blood. <laughs> just, uh, we're just ignoring you. There's, like, buzzards starting to land around you. <laughs> Where did they come from? What the heck? <laughs> Most lethal use of a sweet spell. Uh, I thought the spell only lasted a minute long. I, I whispered to Aslo, because Aslo, you walked over, didn't you? To watch you fight? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm not I'm completely ignoring Shaba. Uh, <laughs> Alright, I whispered to Aslo. Do you think this was a good idea? Um, I, I don't understand why you're not uh, offering to also, like, fight them back. Why not do that? But Aslo, it's so much easier to conserve hit points if I'm just being defensive. I'm just trying to demonstrate my tanking capabilities. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Tokus, the gnomish punching bag. Yeah. Survivability. Just remember, Tokus, we're not actually level three yet, so you don't have any of your sweet new abilities. I, I know that. How could I, how could I know about them? Because that's in the future, and I don't know about it yet. I'm Aslo from the future. I've come back to tell you. <laughs> I'll be fine. I've learned. Hey, you know what? This is a culmination of Sean learning a lot of the basic mechanics of D and don't want any help. Oh, this is like the tutorial level. Not even bardic inspiration. I got this. Oh, got it. You don't want any help. Wink, wink. Oh, and I received bardic inspiration. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Get it off me. Uh, I'm scared because the DM is like searching through the book with like a really excited look on his face. He's like, "What monsters will I throw at Tokus?" Hmm. I don my shield and I grab a, a training weapon. You may wish to use a real weapon if we are summoning monsters. Oh, okay. I, I throw the wooden sword away. Uh, she reaches out and touches a nearby pillar sticking up out of the ground near the pit. And you see magic light just radiating from this as you're standing down there waiting for something to ha happen. And then appearing in front of you in a bright flash of light, you see three creatures that look like short humans with goat legs. Mm. Ooh. Satyr. Ooh. Satyr, say your prayers. 
and I unsheath my rapier and don my shield. I, I looked it up. That's the correct terminology, by the way. So you're not going to do anything but take 30 attacks here? Uh, I, well, I'm, I'm going to do some shenanigans. Like, I'm not just going to take it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to prove that I can tank and I have some innovative battle tactics. All right, well, let's roll initiative. 18. I rolled a 22. Fair enough. They're fast little guys. One of them charges you with its horns, trying to ram into you. Another one draws a short sword and runs up to attack. And the third one pulls out a short bow. Your AC is still 18. Yep. Gotta get that armor fixed, Aslo. I look up at Aslo and be like, come on! (laughs) Don't look at me. What's the money for if we're not going to fix the company tank's armor? Well, um, the short sword and the short bow both hit you. Okay. <laughs> and you take, um, 17 points oh, of damage. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! It's be over real quick. It was a real good idea, Tuchus. It was a good idea. Yeah, I thought this would be a good demonstrative. Okay, so let me do some math. I stop waving my Tokus flag and just kind of let it hang down. Hey, <laughs> I, I still have life points. It might not be in the double digits, but I still have life points. All right, so it's your turn. I would like to, as a bonus action, second wind. I will regain five health points. And then uh, I will also prepare to dodge. Fortunately, at the last moment, you dodge both the sword and the arrow again. The guy who's trying to ram you is not doing a very good job. <laughs> Your dodging has turned the critical hit from the sword into a miss and the regular hit from the arrow into a miss. So that was effective. Wow. <laughs> and you emerge from this round unscathed. Not bad. How many more rounds do I have to live? <laughs> <laughs> eight by your own rules. <laughs> ah, I should have changed the rules. All right, eight more rounds. Let's see what I can do, guys. I've already blown my second win, too. Um, okay, uh, so am I starting my next turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as a bonus action, I will dip my rapier in the hallucinogenic mushroom milk stuff. It's not a bonus action to coat it in poison. Oh, that's a full action? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know how else I'm going to win, though. I'm, like, thinking, what else <laughs> do I have up my sleeve? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a turn doing that. So I'll coat my rapier. Uh, the one with the bow shoots and hits you again. Or another seven points of damage. Don't worry, guys, I got this. <laughs> Elindria is just watching this. It says, your friend seems rather confident. Oh, uh, yeah, that happens yep. fairly Could've often. told you that much. Quick refresher, the things that I can action search, could I, like, attack and then dodge action? You can. You can do any two actions. I will do that. I will attack the satyr with the bow, because that's the guy that keeps hitting me. <laughs> so can I charge over at him and try to stab him? How far is he? You'd have to run past the other two. Right, I would. I would need some gnomish rocket boots. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll go after the guy that the other guy that's actually successfully hit me. Okay. The short sword satyr. Natural twenty. Ooh, nice. Nice. Oh, max damage ten. Sweet. Maximum punishment. And again, wow. roll your dice twice. Oh, for critical hit. Yeah. For a critical hit. Yeah. Uh, and an additional four on that dice. All right. You stab it hard for 14 points of damage, and the satyr grabs his side and staggers back, but he's still up. Does he start tripping? He's making kind of that neighing sound (laughs) between a human voice and a goat's neigh or whinny. 
If I offer him brownies, does he oblige? <laughs> uh, no. No brownies. You don't have brownies. Okay, I, I offer to watch Saturday morning cartoons with him. <laughs> Didn't you use up the last of the poison? No, no, no. This is the mushroom milk. I didn't use this stuff. Oh, the... Yeah, the hallucinogen. Not the... No, I'm, I'm unfortunately out of the paralysis stuff. That'd actually be useful in the situation. Okay, so you can see he's kind of staggering and looking a little bit woozy. You're not sure what effect it really had on him. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and I'll ready the dodge action as well. So that's my action surge spent. Okay. Guys, I got this two rounds in. I've already spent all my special abilities. Don't worry. And used my <laughs> poison coating. <laughs> all right. 60 seconds is a lot of seconds. <laughs> well, you managed to successfully dodge out of the way of everything this time. Okay. All right. Are you just going to continue to dodge? Uh, for the rest of the fight? No, no. I'll go... Um, I really don't care about the guy with the horns. Um... Can I move closer to the bow guy and then ready to dodge again? Yeah, so you can circle around the other two and put yourself so you've got those two and then the archer on the opposite side so you're kind of surrounded by them. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I flank the guy that's woozy now? Can flank I kind of just... Who? Oh, yeah. It's, I'm all alone. <laughs> yes, you are. I'll circle around. All right, so you circle around and dodge. This is round five? We're going into round five. Half time. Yeah, I'll keep track. Right, because this is this is twelve rounds. I have to survive. Right? You continue to deflect all of their attacks. Wow! Dang. <laughs> One round of combat is ten seconds or Six five seconds. seconds. Six seconds. So it's ten rounds. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> all right, my turn. Yeah. Are you doing anything else? Okay. Uh, am I close enough to the archer to stab him? I shout from the side of the ring. Tokus, focus all your attacks on one target. <laughs> yeah, but he's woozy now. Yeah, but still. How long is that going to last? I, I don't know. That's the first <laughs> time I've used this stuff. Can we have a full conversation after the 60 seconds are over? I'm wasting precious seconds. <laughs> um, so yeah, the archer wasn't that close to begin with. You'd still have to step away from the other two to get to him, which you could do this round, but unless you disengage, then they would get to attack you as you leave. Can I ready my dodge action and then disengage, or it doesn't work that way, does it? No, it Disengage is your action, or dodge is your action. All right, I'm not going to disengage. I'm going to go after the horns guy with my rapier. Um, that's probably not good enough. Need your help, Aslo. You know, I did wink at you earlier. You did. That's what I'm doing. I'm just. I needed my d6. <laughs> oh, that's a misroll. Oh, that didn't help very much. Twelve. Or, uh, no, I didn't add my attack bonus. Uh, 16. Okay. 16 does hit. So you stab him with your rapier as well. For three damage. And he too starts looking a little bit dizzy. Dizzy. Okay. So now they attack. So the archer misses you, and the two that you have stabbed trip over each other. And Do they look at all the pretty colors? Fall partway to the ground, and seems like they're having trouble staying on their feet. Oh, they're prone? Not completely prone, they just kind oh, of... Oh, okay, okay, trip. okay. Trip and stagger a little bit. They're tripping. It's your all turn. Right, round six. Okay, um, this is the last turn? No. Nope, still got four more to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, if I move towards the archer, do I have to do the disengage? If you don't, then the two here will attack you. 
as you. Okay, I will spend the turn. That's a whole turn spent, right? Yeah. To disengage, I will disengage from those two and head towards the archer. Try to close the distance. All right. They start to follow after you. However, the archer is now in melee range, so he drops his bow and draws oh. his sword instead. Uh oh. And these guys are not having any more luck. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Dude, this is the start of round seven. So on the seventh round, the two that you just backed away from move after you, but they're moving in not very straight lines towards you. All right, well, I gotta kind of milk this. Huh? I see what you did there. My weapon's still poisoned, right? Should be, yeah. Uh, You'll let me know if it ever is not poisoned, right? Cause... Well, it generally lasts a minute. Okay. Uh, I want to go after the guy that was previously an archer with my rapier. I roll a nine. Total? No, that's a miss. Yeah. So he deflects your sword with his. I was afraid of that. Start at round eight. Jay, you're very quiet. Is that because your character's asleep or because you're worried? I'm just waiting to see how it all plays out. This is your make or break into the, to the guild. I know. I think I made it a little challenging. They all miss you again, but it looks like the first one that you hit is starting to regain his footing. Mm, I was afraid of that. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was afraid of that. I shout down, you only have a few more seconds to go. Just keep dodging. And a few more hit points, too. Keep those. <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea. I was trying to poison all three of them before I switched over to just dodging a lot. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to have that luxury. Now that uh, there's only a few rounds left. Yeah. You yeah. last two more rounds. Two more. Yeah, I mean, that sounded... I mean, my, my goal was to poison some number of them and then switch over to a more defensive plan. So I will hunker hunker down and ready a dodge or dodge action. Alright, so I'll get in two rounds of attacks here. This one's not looking good. So far. <laughs> mm. I wish my second wind had gone better. So the one that just recovered takes his sword and stabs you directly for another seven points of damage. Well... Uh, unless I've done my life point calculations wrong, I would be down. Oh, no. <laughs> fall in round nine. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, How will we ever get into the guild now? Focus. They're no. going to execute you now. You'll have Why? to be killed. You'll be like a horse with a yeah. broken leg. You'll have to be put down. Yeah. Oh. You were our friend. The Damage Guild Podcast. A rat-infested cellar for your first level life. Welcome to the Damage Guild Podcast. My name is Jay Stout, and I am suffering from some manner of wintry ailment, which is why my voice sounds like a loose cello string being rubbed across a bed of wet gravel. Thankfully, we're off for a few weeks uh, for the Thanksgiving holiday. So by the time we record next week, I should be relatively back to my usual shobtastic self. Um, in other news, Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. So buy a t-shirt from the Damage Guild store and use it to strangle that goose so you can cook it up for Christmas dinner. That way your goose will be cooked just like the AAA teams is about to be. And then you can be Christmas goose buddies. No, but seriously, check out our store. We've got a lot of great holiday gift stocking stuffers and bigger things for you to regale your friends and family with. And hey, why not, uh, why not buy a little treat for yourself while you're at it? You've earned it. 
as we do move closer to the holidays, I just want to tell everybody how thankful we are for you from all of us here at the Damage Guild. We're so glad that you're with us. So glad that you uh, have chosen to be part of the guild to uh, support us and listen to us and hang out and be be around us. We are so grateful for that. We're so thankful for all of you. And um, we hope that you have a wonderful season. We wish you all the best. And we hope you make it a point to think positively. Because, you know, some of us might be going through some difficult things. You might have some stuff in your life that's not wonderful. But I would encourage you to focus on on what you do have. Focus on all the the blessings in your life and all the good stuff. Because we all have it. And the truth is, no matter how bad things get, it could always, always be worse. So hold the people that you love close and enjoy what you have. Uh, enjoy being alive. It's a, it's a wonderful mystery and uh, it's something that we may never truly understand, but life is a gift and um, make the most of it. Make a point to make the most of it. So that might be a little heavy for two minute uh, show announcement segment, but I hope that you really uh, take it to heart because we're all in this together. We're all on the same big spinning rock, and uh, we're glad that we've found each other, even across the distance of the internet. So from all of us here to all of you out there, enjoy your holidays, and uh, we're going to keep it coming. We're going we're gonna to bring the ruckus over your Thanksgiving break, your Christmas break, your Hanukkah break, your Kwanzaa break, your Christmas Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, your Festivus. Our holiday schedule is the same as our schedule is the rest of the year. So we're going to have episodes coming out for you on Christmas Eve and on New Year's Eve this year. So as you are taking hopefully some time off to enjoy family and some relaxation, hey, crank us up. We'll be here for you. So until then, till next week, enjoy the rest of this episode and we'll see you on Monday. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Elindria now touches something else on that pillar, and the three satyrs disappear. You guys potentially made it into the guild. Potentially, yeah. Well, yeah. And even though it's one of Tokus's, like, he's a huge fanboy, like, my dream was technically to become an alchemist, so... Yeah. I mean, I think that goes without saying. I think we both passed our tests with flying colors, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, Elindria turns to Aslo... They said you had healing powers as well. Do you wish to perhaps demonstrate them on your friend? I do, yes. I'll, I'll go down and, and uh, give him a couple heals. So you heal 13. Nice. I have 13 health points. Do you need? Do you still need more? What? I, I have 13 health points now. Why, why would I need more? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I'm cool. Uh, you get another 9. Sweet. 22. All right, so... As you come back up on your feet, Elindria says, You did remarkably well. I know, but I didn't follow through with my word. Togus, stop. She's, I think she's trying to <laughs> say good things about you. Oh, okay. I'll shut up. <laughs> Despite not being able to stand the full minute, fighting three satyrs on your own is no mean feat. Um, Elindria, I would have to disagree with you. I think those satyrs had very mean feet. <laughs> <laughs> You've done better than many recruits And 
I would gladly accept you as a member of the Sapphire Sabres. It's <laughs> because, oh, like, like that whole right. time I was sullen, like you could see that Tokus was about to break down into tears, <laughs> and I just lower lip quivering. Oh, oh. And I, I, I resist the urge to faint because that would look very unwarrior like, unfighter like. So I, and instead you jump up and down and scream like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I. Well, I'm exhausted, so I uh, reach out for a, a gnomish handshake. You receive an elfish one. <laughs> well, Aslo and I are exci- excitedly jumping around you and trying not to trample you. Yeah, you guys yeah. thought I didn't make it, didn't yeah, you? We, we are, like, grabbing yeah. you and lifting you up and jumping up and down with you. I thought you were a goner, for sure. Guys, you're reopening my wounds, but uh, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we did it! I did it! <laughs> we did it! We did yes! it! We yes! did it! Were those real, by the way? I feel bad because I, like, nearly killed one of them. Were they, like, real living breathing, or were they fake? Such summons are temporary bodies inhabited by spirits from another plane, and any damage dealt to them is not lasting. Yeah, so you gave them only emotional harm, not physical. Yeah. <laughs> All we did was rip somebody out of their normal <laughs> yeah, existence, their bring them to our world, stab them a few times, <laughs> and then send them back in tattered pieces. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, don't feel bad about it at all. Dang it, guys, we lost again. Come on. What's wrong with you people? It's the same three satyrs that yeah. we summon every time just to get beat up. They're like, please, make it stop. We just want to I'll die. <laughs> just put us to death and get us out of this miserable existence. They keep using us as practice dummies. <laughs> Alendria, thanks for understanding that even against unsurmountable odds, a true fighter will raise to them even if they're going to go down. <laughs> That's right. You stood your ground to the end, Tokus. Even when it meant certain death and certain disgrace <laughs> and heaps of shame. Which certainly happened. <laughs> I mean, I would have still had a gig. It just wouldn't have been the same gig as you guys. True. I'd be shuffling paperwork all day. Yeah, you always have the Alchemist Guild as a backup. Mm-hmm. Cubicle life. Right. <laughs> That's what we envision, right? That they're all in cubicles in the back room? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. From today forward, you'll each be welcomed as bronze class members of the Sapphire Saber. All right. Bronze. Right. Even Shava? I, I don't say this out loud. I'm like, Shava, you shot like an amazing shot and you're still like me, bronze class? Well, I mean, hopefully not from all for all the days to come. I mean, hopefully we'll upgrade our membership at some point. Yeah, we gotta get plat. But that's okay. We all gotta start somewhere. And for us, that means bronze. Guys, we made it into the guild. Yeah. And then we do a jumping high five and then freeze frame. Yeah, we freeze frame. Roll credits. Yeah. And then that was the end of the damage guild. And then- Heart. <laughs> yeah, thanks for this, guys. Yeah, thanks. Hope you love this podcast. So when those f- credits finish rolling, the frame unfreezes and then it just continues. So that's how that we works. We land and then we're just kind of like, like oh, cool. So what do we do now, guys? Right. Well, I guess we got to train and stuff now that we're like in a guild yeah. and we're going to have to like fight. Kind of hungry, you guys. You guys want something to eat? <laughs> yeah, you guys want to grab a burger uh, down the street? <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Um, if you go onto the website, the DGP page, mm-hmm. and look at the Sapphire Saber there, you'll be able to see your list of benefits oh this is fancy as well as other things you have promotion procedures member requirements member benefits oh the perks we're gonna go to our own website right now i wonder if our listeners like look at this i hope so they don't know about this yet yeah they don't know that this exists and i'm not sure if we should have it be public 
Dang. Yeah, this is, uh, these are some nice, nice bennies. I like this. Oh my gosh, there's so much here. Did you remember to put the, the cat, like the place that's made entirely of elephant tusks in here yet? <laughs> oh yeah, the, uh, what was that place called? The Tower of, uh... The oh, Arconomica? Arconomica, yeah. Arconomica are listed under landmarks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Heck yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. All that it says there so far is towers that resemble Shaba's two front teeth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice. <That's good. laughs> okay, so as members of the guild of the Sapphire Saber, by bronze rank, our dues are five gold pieces. I assume that's monthly. Yeah. Okay. We get free basic ammunition up to 20 units per month, free travel rations up to 10 days per month, free use of training facilities excluding trainers, access to purchase healing potions for 50 gold pieces up to one per month, access to the guild barracks for food and beds for five silver pieces a night, um, access to guild jobs up to the member's rank, and very limited legal authority to act in the country's best interests. I didn't realize how expensive healing potions were. Yeah. So essentially, we can become corrupt police officers with no repercussions. <laughs> Except you'll note that under member requirements, it lists maintain a clean criminal record and do not abuse legal authority. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dang it. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, shucks. They've thought of everything. <laughs> I know. Now we're locked into a contract. We can't escape. Even we can't uh, outsmart them. It's hard to promote, get promoted. I'm looking at the promotion process. Yeah, so I prick my finger again and dab a quill and get ready to sign whatever <laughs> I have to sign in blood. And I look at Alendria and like, so is there paperwork or? We will sign you into the book of names. Okay. Hmm. And she leads you away from the training hall to a small room where there's nothing but a large leather-bound tome sitting on top of a stone pedestal. If you sign your names here, then you'll become official members of the guild. No. <laughs> sign me up. Where do I sign? I just told you. Right here. <laughs> oh, the there. Oh, yeah. just pointed to. Yeah, man. All right. I will sign. I just have one question before I sign my life away. What flavor are the free travel rations? <laughs> Hey, I, I, I whisper to Alendria, I'm like, hey, make sure they're plain. There are basic rations such as jerky and dried fruits and vegetables. They are certainly nothing fancy. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'll <laughs> I grab the tome, flip it upside down, and then sign my name on the next line. And then turn it right side up again. Your name on the page begins to rotate and fill into the slot underneath <laughs> all the previous names. <laughs> all right. Wow, this is powerful magic. Dang, that's a sweet Truly. book. I should have had one of those when I was learning to write. Is it like linked to other books across the world or something? The magic of this book has many purposes, which will be discussed at a later date. Oh, I was tempted to roll an investigation check or arcana <laughs> check. Its primary purpose is that, now that you have signed, you may enter freely into all guild houses. Ah. Where do you have guild houses across this great land? Our headquarters is here in Nanept, but we have branches in various towns around the country. Do we get a membership card so we can prove that we are paying our dues? 
Oh, yeah. You will each receive your bronze pins. Oh, okay. Nice. As well as cool. the insignia of the Sapphire Sabres. So just like nice. the guards outside that had the blue saber over Nanette's colors, she gives you a patch, basically, that you can sew onto your clothes. Oh, man. Do we get sweet cloaks, too, that blow in the wind? <laughs> yeah. You'll have to buy your own cloaks. You get the patches <laughs> that you can put on them. Sweet. And along with the patch, there's a little, just like a metal bar that you can pin. Aslo, things are looking up for us. Just think. Just yesterday, we found out that your house was ransacked. Tokus, keep your voice down. <laughs> you don't want her to know that. Uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> well, you're always welcome to stay here and take advantage of the accommodations. Do crimes ever happen here? During the middle of the night? When people are least expecting them? Not that we're, like, wanted criminals or anything or have anybody after us. For sure not. Hypothetically. As an adventurer's guild, there are some who are perhaps less savory. However... When such things occur, those members are quickly expelled from the guild. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, that'll be... That's, that's good to know. Yeah, that's someone, not us at all. Someone stabs me in my sleep, they'll lose their membership. <laughs> it's a real peace of mind. That's real comforting. <laughs> nice. We strive to keep only upstanding citizens, which is why we require those recommendations. Well, we do come highly recommended. We are very, very much your normal, upstanding, always pays their taxes citizens. Aren't we, guys? Yeah, we're totally right. recommend, recommended people. Yeah. Like, we participate in all the, the local festivities. And, mm -hmm. No one recommends know. us more than us. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I can tell you that much. <laughs> we are highly recommended by ourselves. <laughs> I, I've never missed a chance to vote. Full faith in the local governments around us. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did we tell you that we're pals of the king? We are. We do know him personally. We're, we're besties. We get invited to his house parties from time to time. Yes. We, we, have, we have hung out with the king on more than one occasion. If you count the time we left the room and came back. That was, that was, that was, that was two. I count that as two. So. Uh, you see the king on occasion as well. Oh, cool. All right. Awesome. We've even offered him crystalline gifts, <laughs> if you will. And he accepted them with great passion, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this is certainly a momentous day. What do you guys, what do you fellas say we go out and get super drunk tonight? <laughs> I like how we're saying like, that to our new boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys do like any kind of happy hour around here? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> What's what's the discount on booze? We've listen. We've been doing a lot of drinking lately. Let's just uh, let's just enjoy the moment. You know. Let's yeah. Just go to our new digs and and uh, rest for a little bit. All right. Let's grab let's grab our bunks. Let's go in and uh, see what these things are all about. The accommodationes, as I like to call them. Yeah. Scope it out. See see what the beds are. I mean, hopefully one of them will fit you, Shaba. Yeah. My feet are going to be hanging. Alright, I will take you to your rooms, and this is something that we do not make widely known. We have many magical facilities within this hall, and Ooh. we do not wish to advertise that to potential attackers, so... Magical facilities, is that like a toilet that talks to you? <laughs> <laughs> this place really is awesome! I'm Tommy, the talking toilet! I'm so glad you've decided to sit here today! <laughs> I've been quite lonely in this porcelain room by myself. I've been just waiting for someone to talk to. 
Oh, we got the sign. <laughs> hey, we got so, there. Hey, hey. Well, that means uh, that means uh, that's the end of the show. That's right. Fane will refuse uh, to DM. Now. We, we can go no higher. We can that's achieve right. no greater. We can go no lower. Too, so. There's yeah. that. Um, uh, she leads you back inside to down another hallway, and says, "Your rooms are here." And she gestures towards a single door at the end of the hall. Before each of you enter, you must present your badge of rank and deposit your five silver coins into this slot. Oh, yes. It's five silver per night. Mm. Yes. But that includes food, though. It does. Yeah. And we won't be living in squalor anymore, so there's that. That's true. And I'm sure you'll be pleased with your accommodations as well. She reaches over her badge of rank puts it in front of this little slot next to the door and then turns the handle and opens it and you see a nice comfortable looking room with a four poster bed and mirror wardrobe cabinets just the whole setup wow wait we all get to sleep in that bed this is my room yours will appear once you present your own badge of rank oh i see and she closes the door okay so i do that I put my badge in front of the thing and open the door. You do that, and your room looks not quite as nice as hers, but there's a comfortable-looking bed and decent furniture around. So we all get to sleep in this bed? Well, this is a magical door, is it not? Like, when you open it, it, like, teleports you to that room? Each room is created for that night. It is a magical, extra-dimensional space. I hope it never malfunctions. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that would be, be scary. I don't know how I feel about sleeping in another dimension. And there are several entrances into these rooms. There are a few different halls in this castle that can take you there, as well as many others in our branch offices. Interdimensional housing. That's so clever. That could solve the population crisis. <laughs> <laughs> if there were a population crisis in this yeah, world. Oh, true. Maybe in a couple thousand years. Yep, yep. It's very clever. Now, this is some rather powerful magic, so we reserve it for our own members, and it takes quite a bit to upkeep it, which is where some of your dues will be going towards. You have a bunch of wizards, like, huddled around an orb, like, in a deep, dark (laughs) cave somewhere, and that's all they do all day is powering these (laughs) guild hotels. They just run on... It's just a bunch of wizards running on hamster wheels. Wizard hamster wheels. (laughs) Generating power. <laughs> if only you could use crystals that were infused with life energy instead. Oh, well, that's that's kind of evil, so you probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dark thinking there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why anyone would ever do that. I don't know where I got the idea. What was I thinking? Yeah. So when I go, when we go into this room, is the bed big enough for all three of us to sleep on? You could squeeze in, but I mean, she says that you each have your own room. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. We have our own room for each of us? Each of us gets one of these beds? We're each paying five. Like, we each get a different bed. But, like, that bed is just for me. Each of us have a different section of the dimension, I imagine, Chaba. That's correct. You each have your own bed. And then I explain parallel universes and next dimensions. Yeah, so I I look at Togus and I'm like, so does that mean that we could theoretically push all of our three beds together and still, like, be able to have sleepovers and stuff? Chaba, this is a good transition for us. This is the next stage of our relationship. We're going to be sleeping alone. But how is that... For the foreseeable future. How is that a good thing, though? 
Well, when we go on adventures, you know, we get to we, we'll, we'll get to do slumber parties again. We'll get to sleep together, sleep you know, under the, the stars, tent, right? Yeah, yeah. Just not every single night because you snore. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I love you, buddy. But <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You, it's okay. You, don't, you might not realize it because you've been asleep. Yeah, I'll plug my nose so I don't do that anymore. I promise. It'll be good for us. Like, Aslo certainly can't stand the fact that I, you know, I'm up all night with a flashlight making, like, sounds <laughs> with my screwdrivers and wrenches and the smell of oil in the morning, motor oil. But how will we have fun together if we can't have sleepovers, though, and stuff? That's what adventures are for. Having fun. So we can only have fun when we go on adventure? That's right. Every day is an adventure with you, Shaba. That's the real challenge of friendship is when you move away finding ways to keep the friendship going. I turn to Alendria and I'm like, can you can you get an adventure for for us to do? <laughs> Is there one of those? I'm sure there are bronze ranked jobs available on the board. Okay. You guys want to go on an adventure? <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check that out tomorrow. But the room looks so cold and empty without you guys in it. Shaba, you'll be fine. It's because you have Stripey. It's you're not going to be alone in another dimension. Stripey will go with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> It'd be good for you to spend some more time with Stripey. Get to know him. You know, you have this way about you know communicating with him now. You really haven't spent any time just talking with him. That's true. The last time you spoke to him, didn't he tell you that he hates you or something? Yeah. But I already knew that deep down. I mean, didn't we all? I knew he hated me because we're rivals. Brian's rivals, Felmandar, but mine is Stripey. He's our arch enemy. Uh, all right, guys. Well, good night, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I walk in with my shoulders slumped. It's still like noon. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't have to go to sleep right now. I just shut the door because in other dimensional space, you never know what time it is. Can't really tell. <laughs> Well, if it's noon, couldn't we actually go to the bulletin board? I, I dump my belongings into the room. Well, is it? Well, does the room get saved? Like, how does that work exactly? She said it's created each time. So each payment, I see. Okay. So when I come back, it's right. Yeah, it's waiting for you. Okay, so as long as I come back before the twenty-four hours, come and knock on our door. <laughs> An extra-dimensional room will be waiting for you. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if I'm going to put my belongings in there, as long as I come back within 24 hours, it doesn't disappear. My things don't disappear. Hopefully. So if we rent a room and then we leave and we come back, we better not get captured or lose all our things. Feel free to leave your belongings inside, and they will be there when you return, regardless of how many days it has been since then. Uh, okay. Oh, I was hoping they'd be separate, though, because what if I want to leave a mess? Like, I'll have to make my own bed? Like, this is my place, always? That is your room. Because I'm kind of a messy gnome. Yeah, it'll be yours, so you don't have to worry about it. At least nobody else will. Yeah, all right, let's check the job boards and see if there's anything we can do. We'll drop our stuff off at our rooms, and then we'll head over to the job board. At your suggestion to check the job boards, Elindria says, I can guide you there, and if you feel you are ready to take on a job so quickly, I suppose you would feel free to do so, but we do offer training as well. Should you believe that the jobs are... A little bit beyond your current capabilities. Hmm. Ah, uh, well, well, we'll see about that, won't we, boys? Turns out that our, our company motto is AAA never sleeps. So, we, uh, yeah, we never rest, we never sleep, and we just keep working <laughs> 24-7. Tirelessly. For the good of, yeah. for the good of all. For the, for the greater good. for the good. bad of us. We'll sleep when we're dead. 
Yeah, we, n- we never rest. And we're capable of completing any job you could possibly give us, maybe. Probably not, but... We're just going to skip the whole, like, being human and alive part and just go straight to the job board. Let's do that. Let's go see what we got here. She guides you down in a few hallways and you come to the tavern area. You see about a dozen adventurers of different ranks sitting at various tables, drinking, talking. This place looks clean and rather comfortable with some padded seats even. Wow, I'm not used to this. <laughs> this is real luxury. You work here? We live here? If against one wall next to the bar, you see just a large area full of various papers posted all over the wall. Hillandre points over there, says the job's are all listed there. You may find some suited to your rank. There are also bounties open to everyone and various notices for all guild members to take into account. So feel free to take a look. Okay. Can we uh, review the the guild levels? What are they again? The, they're like named after medals, aren't they? Yes. You are bronze class and it goes up to iron, steel, mithril, orichalcum, and adamantite. Okay. So we're bronzies. We're the, we're the bronzies. That's what they call us, the, the <laughs> people who are making fun of us at, from higher levels in the guild, probably. I've also heard bronze members refer to Shaba as boot scum. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, we're the bronzies. That's, a, that's our nickname. <laughs> if you don't find anything that suits you, don't be discouraged because the bronze jobs tend to change out very quickly as they are the most easily taken and yeah, those are the jobs that the the mithril guys do on their way to other jobs <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i imagine they get swapped out as you have to like sweep under the rug the fact that some new bronze members were killed in the line of duty right. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah what's your insurance policy like in this in this company <laughs> we're adventurers we don't have insurance oh really wow <laughs> you, your life is in your own hands wow that's uh that's interesting I thought we were in good hands. Ooh. I mean, they're in good hands with us. But, yeah. I mean, we get we get free arrows. What more do you want, Asla? That's, that's <laughs> true. I really can't complain about anything if I get free arrows. It's true. Um, all right. Let's so go I'm check saying. over this job board. All right. Yeah, I bet you half the bronze jobs are like, go fetch the bodies of the bronze level <laughs> members that tried to <laughs> complete this job. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> and every time it happens there's just more and more bodies that pile up. 